At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote this is v Tonight with veteran handicappers Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on v the sports betting network. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen does not get much better than this. Chiefs of Bills on Sunday afternoon, Wes Reynolds, and uh, I'm going to give you a number on Patrick Mahomes. You probably know it. Mahomes 8-1-1 one, one against the spread as a dog in his career. I believe you bet Mahomes as a dog in the Super Bowl. I did, and and uh, uh, you know we'll see if uh, we'll be able to get do it again. But they got to get through this one. Uh, uh, I, I think the price is right, uh, really, on here at at, at two and a half. Uh, you know, and I, and I was looking through uh, through these teams' uh, profiles, Matt, and I was kind of like, okay, pretty even matchup uh, with with these two teams. You know, like like who's going to have the edge here and. A little bit, I lean to Buffalo for me. If I, if I do play it, it'd probably be Buffalo on the money line. Just because I look at Kansas City this year, and Kansas City hasn't had the adversity necessarily that, that Buffalo has had. Uh, uh, they've been pretty solid all year, whereas Buffalo, look, their backs were against the wall. Uh, absolutely against the wall, uh, six and six. They go on their bye week after that loss to Philadelphia. And then... Of course, they go to Kansas City and uh, somehow, some way, get a win. And you know, uh, Tony lines up off sides. Maybe the Bills aren't even here if that happens. <laughs> but it did happen. Right. So, uh, I looked at what the Chiefs' profile for the season. What I mean by not having a lot of adversity, the Chiefs actually, I believe, beat one playoff team this year, and they beat them twice. That was Miami. Well, as you look at Buffalo, they've beaten plenty of good teams. Uh, they've also beaten Miami twice. Uh, obviously beat Kansas City, beat Dallas, beat the uh, the uh, Tampa Bay. So so Buffalo, I, I feel like they've been a little bit more tested than certainly uh, Kansas City has in, in, in a lot of these games. And Buffalo also, uh, look, they're running the ball. 
And that's what you want to do against the Chiefs. You you want to run the ball. Buffalo, by the way, has been uh, uh, more run heavy than any team since Joe Brady has taken over as offensive coordinator. Uh, I mean, they'll run Josh Allen, and uh, they'll also run their running backs. They'll run Cook and, you know, control the game, control the tempo. Uh, one of the things that I did see, though, in terms of the officiating assignments, I don't like the fact necessarily that Sean Hockley is on this game uh, for the uh, Chiefs and the Bills because we're probably going to get a lot of flags uh, with uh, Sean Hockley. So, unfortunately, Bill Vinovich uh, can't do all four games. He's doing Tampa Bay-Detroit on Sunday. Okay, so the flip side of this would be that the KC defense is a lot stronger in the front seven than Buffalo. Right now, the Bills have a lot of injuries, and that uh, especially that linebacker core and then the secondary. So the Bills are really banged up defensively. And I, I do like the way that Isaiah Pacheco and the Chiefs were running the ball right after the Dolphins' defense a week ago. Yeah. Can they do that to the Bills? Will Andy Reid stick to the run and let Pacheco uh, kind of punish the uh, Buffalo defense the way they did to the Dolphins' defense? Don't you think Kansas City has an edge in its uh, defensive front? Let's say it's defensive front seven. Uh, in terms of rushing the passer, certainly, uh, you know, with Chris Jones and company. So, you know, I, I could certainly see that. Uh, and as I was, uh, I was just uh, looking uh, through some official data here. And uh, I do worry about Hockey Lee a little bit in a big game if we're going to get a lot of holding, if we're going to get a lot of pass interference or, or something like that. But I just I, I look at this game and I, I I think that Kansas City their offense even though they did establish Pacheco with the run last week not a lot of guys that Patrick Mahomes is necessarily trusting right now on that offense he's going to trust uh, 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 Kelsey of course and I know Kelsey you know he's declined it's not because of of who he's dating it's because he's getting older. And, you know, he's declined a little bit. That being said, I don't want to really want to bet his under props because in big games, he gets targeted a lot. And I could see that again. Rasheed Rice is going to get his well, fair share. That's one of the things I'm talking about here. That's why I think you've got to be a little bit concerned if you're going to bet the Bills because their linebacker unit and their secondary is so banged up. I think Kelsey's going to get open in the middle of the field. I believe he's going to have a big game here against Buffalo. You would anticipate that this would be the spot, though. Uh, And like I said, you're always going to get a little bit of inflation uh, uh, with uh, with Travis Kelsey. But they've been but they've been going down. But the targets he gets double digit targets in in these playoff games. And I think uh, you're going to see that again on Sunday. You don't think it has anything to do with Taylor Swift? Kelsey? I, I do not. I do not. I has something to do with it. Maybe he's causing her a slump. Actually, he's not because she's selling out every stadium in the world. I don't so. think he's 100% focused, Wes. He's a little bit distracted. Uh-oh. Huh? Here we go. Oh, that's just a little part of it. <laughs> what do you mean, here we go? Here we go. What are you talking about? You're the one who usually talks about that yeah, stuff. Yeah, I am. Huh? Uh, but you're going you're gonna to get the cards and letters. Uh, blaming the woman. Always blaming the woman. Oh, I was blaming him. I'm blaming <laughs> Kelsey. I'm blaming him for being distracted. You're the one that just flipped it. I, I, I didn't blame her. I do. I, do, I, do, I, do, I do it out there and put you on the spot a little bit. Not that you ever do that to me. <laughs> hey, let's uh, let's talk a little bit of golf. We both got some action today. And uh, man, this is a crazy tournament. Zach Johnson and Alex Noren leading after one round at ten under. 
Zach Johnson's 10 under? He is 10 under. Unfortunately, I don't have like full oh. shot link data to give you because that's only available, I believe, on the uh, on the South course. That's only available on the Pete Dye course, which is going to host the uh, Sunday final round. So uh, uh, Zach Johnson and Alex Noren both played at the uh, La Quinta Country Club, which is the shortest of the courses and usually ranks as the easiest in this three-course rota. You have uh, that course. You have the uh, Nicholas tournament course and then you have the uh, stadium course and by the way I do have some scoring uh, tabulated this from uh, Rob Bolton uh, who is the uh, PGA Tour insider at PGATour.com here was the round one scoring uh, for the American Express La Quinta 67.48 average of 4.52 under par today for the players the third of the field that played at that course the third of the field that played at the Nicholas tournament course 68.65, that's 3.35 under par. Stadium course, that's the Pete Dye, 69.92, an average of about 2.1 under par. So you had almost a two-and-a-half-stroke difference between La Quinta and the stadium. So if you are looking to play, and I, I always uh, put this in the column, if you are looking to play, guys, uh, guys that played the stadium course uh, maybe today, is who is uh, who you would want to look at because now they get the easier courses. I'm just looking at the uh, leaderboard right now. The best score on the stadium course today was Scott Stallings at uh, at eight under par. Uh, let me scroll down here. Hayden Springer. You got to scroll down to get a lot of these South Course guys. Uh, trying to see if uh, we had maybe some names that started. Uh, uh, Ches Reeve six under on the South Course. Eric Cole. Six under on the south course. Uh, uh, Eric Cole still looking for that first one. He's been knocking at the door. He's 22 to 1, I believe, now at DraftKings if you want to add some in play. So, yeah, maybe targeting those guys. JT Poston ended up five under on the south course. He was a popular play. Now he's still at about the same price at 35 to 1. So that's certainly an area in which you can look. When I first checked the scores today, Ricky Fowler was in the last actually rallied a little bit after that. So Zach Johnson, Alex Noren, each tied at 10 under. In the hunt, Xander Shoffley at 8 under. Patrick Cantley also at 8. And uh, some of the players, let's see. We played Taylor Montgomery. He is 4 under. I'm not sure where Tom yeah. Kim. Where is Tom uh, Kim? Tom Kim, I believe, uh, only shot. I'm just uh, trying to scroll through my uh, my app here. I think he, I think he ended up 3 under. I want, I want to say a little bit disappointing. He had a couple bogeys on that card on the uh, uh, Nicholas Tournament course. Uh, three under. Yeah, yep. three under. Uh, I have Sunjay M at six under. He made a bogey at the last, uh, unfortunately. Uh, a good start also for Patrick Cantlay. He goes eight under at, at La Quinta. Uh, Adam Hadwin, another guy I got in the mix. He went seven under on the uh, Nicholas Tournament course. Hadwin, a two-time runner-up here at this event. Uh, you know, John Rahm is going to make his live golf debut here in Las Vegas. Actually, now nah, it's not going to be in Vegas. They're going to play one tournament before they get here, right? It's going to be in Mexico. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I, I forgot uh, how they did that schedule this year. I believe uh, Liv is going to open with a tournament in Mexico and then be in Vegas on Super Bowl weekend, right in my backyard at the Las Vegas Country Club. Wes, I mentioned this. They're starting construction over on the LVCC with some towers and bleachers and uh, things like that. I want to talk to Jeff Sherman or another golf odds maker like Matt Grill at DraftKings and uh, see what they put the prop at for the lowest score shot in the three rounds at the Las Vegas Country Club because 
Guys like John Rahm are going to be able to drive majority of the par four. Yeah. I think we're going to see somebody shoot a 58. I don't know how low the scores can go. Out. Yeah, that is, uh, I think, the weekend of February 10th, I believe, the Super, Super Bowl, Bowl weekend. weekend. Super Bowl uh, weekend right here in Vegas. Yeah, they are going to play event. that event. The week before, they are at uh, Mayacoba down That's in it. Mexico. Would you actually pay to uh, go attend the live event? I'm just going to watch it from my backyard. I don't know. I don't know if I I don't know if I'm going to go pay for that. I, I think okay. I think the people that fund that that operation have enough money without receiving any of uh, my compensation. Wouldn't pay twenty bucks for a ticket. I would not. Okay. I would not. Yeah, it's Super Bowl weekend in Vegas. The live event. John Rom's going to be the uh, favorite. I would assume uh, Rom's going to be somewhere around. In a live event like that, would it be a three-to-one favorite? Probably. Yeah. Prob- probably so. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, uh, clearly the best player in, in, in that field and on that tour. Next couple weeks, Torrey Pines and Pebble Beach. Got a lot, of lo- lot to look forward to on the West Coast Swing in golf. Illinois has opened it up on Michigan now. Big run. I believe a 14-to-1 run, 63-49. to Illini lead the Wolverines with eight and a half minutes to go. Eight straight missed field goals by Michigan. And uh, it's looking bleak for Juwan Howard's uh, crew tonight in Ann Arbor. Uh, we have some more college hoops to talk about when we uh, take a break and come back here on VSEN tonight, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is VSIN tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. You can become a VSIN Pro subscriber today and get unlimited access to our VSIN.com picks page. For more VSIN Pro picks, become a subscriber today. VSIN tonight will give you 10% off an annual subscription when you use promo code tonight. Also want to promote the newsletter, the free VSIN daily newsletter. And you can get a lot of information on there on how to access our shows with the app down 
and now the website up. Go to vcin.com if you want to uh, stream the shows. And also, it's redesigned with a lot of new content up there. Yeah. Information was in the vcin newsletter yesterday. And go to vcin.com slash newsletter to sign up for that. I'm still getting questions during the show tonight about the uh, the app and the website mm-hmm. and uh, what's going on. So. Yeah, uh, the VSIN Daily, uh, which gets sent out in the uh, middle of the night or very early morning if you're on the East Coast, uh, uh, written by Bill Aidy, uh with that with that great new logo. Uh, we're still looking to find uh, his mouth, though, uh, on the logo. The mouth though. is missing from the logo. The mouth is missing. We need a Wes Reynolds uh, cartoon <laughs> character like that. <laughs> That's what the world needs. Go to vsin.com slash FAQ. I can't can wait, about by the, the way, uh, for the submissions uh, if somebody were to submit a cartoon of, of me. Uh, uh, and then I'd have to respond, uh, don't quit your day job, Picasso. What's that from? It's a, a, a King of Queens, actually. Uh, there was an episode on the other night. The guy Jerry Stiller, oh, who played okay. Frank Costanza on Seinfeld, played the dad. Uh, Leah Remini's dad on King of Queens and uh, uh, one of uh, 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 Doug, uh, the main character, Kevin James's uh, friend's kids, drew like a cartoon of the guy. His character's name was Arthur. And he looked like this monster, you know, that they drew him. And he goes, don't quit your day job, Picasso. Hey, yeah, I've tried not to watch many episodes of the King of uh, Queens. One of your favorite uh, you know, it's just it's, it's on late at night on like five different channels and usually five when different I'm, channels. You, yeah, absolutely. It's on wow. like TV Land and I didn't know it was that popular. all these other ones. So uh, yeah, it's on late at night. I never really watched it much when it was on the air, but it's not a bad little show. Did uh, Leah Romini she get out of Scientology yet? She is out of Scientology. Is she, free? she is free. Okay, uh, Washington Cal. This is not turning out well right now. We got the Cal Bears minus one, and they were down 48-37 early in the second half. Damn. Gonzaga just started at Pepperdine. Hawaii Long Beach just started. And uh, still on the West Coast, about to tip, is Oregon at Colorado. And uh, Buffs minus six, total of 147 at DraftKings. That's the best game on the board late tonight. You got a tip for uh, – I, know you, I don't think you put this up on the VSIM Pro page today, but if somebody wants to bet one of the late games on the board, which way do you lean in Ducks-Buffaloes? Uh, would lean a little bit a little bit Colorado. I think, I think the number is probably right. Uh, this seems like the spot where Oregon is really ripe to get beat because they're 5-0, and, oh, and, and we've seen these teams that start out very hot in the conference. We saw it the other night with Wisconsin uh, uh, going to Penn State, and, and Penn State was able to get it done. Uh, uh, one that I did play late, I played LMU getting 10.5. I think there might even be some 11 out there at San Francisco. And it, it was just kind of a, a little bit of a situational thing when you look through the profiles of these teams. And, uh, you know, I always find that this is it, this is kind of interesting. Uh, LMU, by the way, uh, uh, just looking at looking at what they've done, they had lost four in a row, right? And then they broke the streak against Pacific. Pacific is the worst team in the West Coast Conference. But you look at them, uh, LMU, they lost a really close game at home to St. Mary's. And St. Mary's, by the way, uh, you know, uh, uh, they, they got uh, – they drilled uh, Santa Clara, who San Francisco just lost at home to. Meanwhile, San Francisco, 14-4 uh, and four so far, 3-0. and oh. They've played three of the worst teams in the conference. Mm-hmm. They've actually probably the three worst teams. They played Pacific, 
went to overtime. They beat San Diego down at the Jenny Craig Pavilion, and then they beat Portland at home. So those are the three worst teams in the WCC. So, yeah, LMU's not one of the elite, but they're a step up from Pacific, San Diego, and Portland. So I thought that number was a little rich on USF, who, oh, by the way, get St. Mary's uh, visiting on Saturday. So this could be a little bit of a of a sandwichy spot. They they got swept USF by St. Mary's in two pretty competitive games last year. So maybe a little bit of a look ahead. I think LMU stays within the number. Washington State at Stanford also a late tip tonight, 8 p.m. Pacific. Palo Alto and a Cardinal three-and-a-half-point favorites. Nothing for me on that game. No, I, I think that's <clears throat> probably right. Uh, Washington State, though, off that big win over Arizona on Saturday. Arizona on the road in the conference has stubbed their toe a little bit. They look like one of the best teams in the country, but they have not been great on the road so far in conference Arizona was ranked number one. Lost at Stanford. Lost at Washington State. Mm -hmm. There was a couple of bad losses on the road in the Pac-12. I want to talk about two games on the Friday night card. We'll start with one that's going to be – on your radar for sure. Indiana at Wisconsin. Badgers off a loss on the Big Ten Road at Penn State. Mm-hmm. This number is about where I thought it was going to be, Wes. I thought it might be 12, 12 and a half. Whiskey is a 10 and a half point favorite at Circa, 11 at DraftKings. And you got to think this is a big bounce back spot for the Badgers off the loss of Penn State. Man, this Indiana team just can't shoot it straight. No, no, they cannot. And, uh, you know, this looks like a big number, but the the uh, the, the uh, profile guys, the Ken Palm, I think they make it like 13, yeah. and this is 11. Yeah. Uh, they always inflate Wisconsin, though, because their defense, if metrics, I think, are predicated by their tempo a little bit, too. So, yeah, you're getting Wisconsin. I was hoping Wisconsin would actually win that game at Penn State and not cover, and then I would have came in on Indiana uh, in this spot. Indiana, by the way, has never won in the Kohl Center. I think uh, 20, Ever. 25 years? Ever, yeah. They've never won. They used to win in that old field house all the time because Wisconsin sucked. And, you know, they mm-hmm. had Coach Knight that would go in there. And, uh, you know, Steve Yoder would compete and he'd have his club compete. But they were a bottom of the conference team. So, yeah, Indiana uh, has never won at, at the Kohl Center, which, 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 is, uh, very, which is very much it's hard, hard to believe. It's hard to believe within Indiana's history, but it's over the past 25 years when the Wisconsin program has really taken a step up and Indiana has Remember not. two years ago when Indiana had a 22-point lead? I remember in the first half, I yes. believe, right? And, and then, uh, and then uh, Xavier Johnson decided to go freelance. Decided that he was the man uh, when when you're playing with when you're playing with Trace Jackson Davis, and yeah, I'm going to go for mine and. Xavier Johnson, uh, he's been a very big topic of discussion around Indiana circles lately. A six-year senior making some very knucklehead plays. Two years ago, it looked like he was going to be a lot better. It looked like he was going to be a big asset to Indiana. So, the big difference between the Hoosiers last year and this year? How about a couple of NBA players? Jalen Hood-Shafino, Trace Jackson-Davis. And Hood-Shafino especially because you don't have – that guard that can really create offense. I mean, Xavier Johnson can at times, yeah, but that doesn't mean he, he creates scoreless. the best shots. He was scoreless against yeah. Purdue. Yeah, they yeah. they had him off the bench. Come uh, on. You know, Huchifino is really the guy. You know, he kind of figured out, hey, I could be I could be a first round pick here. You know, let me be about business, and he certainly was. Huchifino uh, and Trace Jackson Davis yeah, were great. Yeah. Uh, you know, in, in big games last year, and that that's why Indiana was able to beat some of the top teams and get those signature wins and get in the tournament because they, they don't have any this don't have NBA talent yeah. right now and, you and, can say what you want to about Kalel where and 
I don't know. I think McKenzie Mbako is probably the best pro prospect. He has improved. Uh, yeah. Now, I think he's probably needs another year. But Listen you, you. You're look, hoping he stays another Well, year. you look at Indiana, though. Last year, they actually were a good percentage three-point shooting team. They just didn't take enough of them. And then this year, they don't take enough of them, and they don't make enough of them. Uh, it's been a little bit better, uh, though, lately. But they're 348 out of, like, 362 teams for percentage of shots taken behind the three-point line. That's, that's bad. Yeah. That You know, uh, and my, Mike Woodson, that's what's disappointing. It's like this guy comes from the NBA where, like, all this stuff starts, this pace in space and stretch the floor. And it's like he plays NBA, you know, NBA stuff, but, for like, from, like, the 1980s. In the 1990s, you know, they're not exactly spreading it out like the Warriors did and, you know, all these all these other teams. So, Indiana, yeah, there's a, there's a big test. They got the, this week against Wisconsin, then next week against Illinois. You've got to at least win one of those games to get yourself a, a really good resume. Win. How are the Hoosiers going to beat Wisconsin? I don't think that they are. I, I mean, I'm going to bank on a quarter century of history that they're not going to beat them. Which way would you lean with the number 11? Would you take the dog? You think I, Indiana's going to bounce? Small lean to the dog. Okay. Small lean to the so dog. So that here. loss at home to Purdue by 21 points was Indiana's worst home loss to Purdue since 1934. Yeah, and it wasn't. Wow. It, 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 was, it looked even less competitive. Indiana made that little run early in the first half. But when you got a, a, a player of the year diving on the ball – or diving on the floor for a loose ball in a 17-point game, and Kalel Ware is just standing there. And then jogging back and transition. Yes, yes, that, that, that's, a, that's culture, man. And I know that's a buzzword and sounds cliche, but that matters. Badgers, 10.5, 11-point favorites over Indiana and Madison on Friday night. Also have UNLV at Colorado State. We'll talk about that in the final hour tonight. On deck, Mark Lawrence with his NFL best bets for this weekend. This is VSIN tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. Wes, are you hungry? I could eat. Well, take a look at this photo. Is that tantalizing or not? OmahaSteaks.com slash VSIN. Go there with Omaha Steaks. You'll fall in love at first bite with their tender steaks, juicy burgers, air chilled chicken, and more. You're going to love every bite. It's Omaha Steaks Guarantee. And for a limited time, when you go to omahasteaks.com slash vsin, you will get four free air-chilled chicken breasts and four juicy boneless pork chops with your order. Minimum purchase may apply. Four free boneless chicken breasts, four free boneless pork chops, omahasteaks.com slash vsin. All right, Mark Lawrence, playbooksports.com, joins us now. Mark? Nice job last weekend, five and one on your sides in the uh, NFL playoffs. I think it pretty much played out the way you hoped. The one loser was the uh, Lions, who failed to cover in that one-point win against the Rams. You'll take five and one any week. How do you feel like this week's game set up as compared to last week? Because I'll tell you personally, I liked last week's card quite a bit. Not as crazy about this week's games. How about you? I agree with you exactly. I thought last week's card was quite attractive. This week, you have to do some digging on this card this week because there's a lot of contrarian things are going on here sides to one situation but uh, a well-oiled database machine tells me don't do it so uh, you know we'll talk about those games but it's a little bit of a you can make cases for both sides for a lot of these games 
Mark Lawrence, PlaybookSports.com. And, uh, Mark, okay, let's start with the first game on Saturday. Number one seed in the AFC, Baltimore Ravens. Nine-and-a-half-point favorites over the Texans. Uh, which way are you going to look in this one? Well, you know, we'll start it out with uh, with what's worked real good in the postseason before, and Houston falls into the role when you win a wild card game straight up as a home underdog and you take out onto the road the next game. Uh, those teams have really, really struggled. They're 0-13 straight up and 1-12 and to the spread. Uh, so, you know, if you want to make a case for Houston here, you got a big, big hurdle to get over in the game. Uh, I don't want to make a case for Houston uh, because of, you know, the fact that they have this rookie quarterback who's making all this noise, playing some really, really stout football here. And what you have in Baltimore is a team that is not only rested, but they're also coming off a home loss in their previous game. And uh, I think you're going to find Lamar Jackson finally playing a good game in the NFL playoffs at home. He's a poor home favorite. He struggled in the playoffs. But I think this is the game they want to get ready for. they got the week to do it. I think they can take advantage of Houston. And uh, that Houston-Baltimore game, if you have a Mark's Playbook newsletter, is the... Okay, okay, uh, yeah, uh, we had uh, trouble with uh, Mark's uh, phone connection there. But what I was going to say, if you get that Playbook newsletter, I believe that was his uh, awesome angle of the week, is to play against the Houston Texans. And, you know, what Mark was saying there, Matt... Because I think you and I both agreed we liked the card better last weekend. This this is not as easy because you can make cases for – and when you only have four games on the board, you do got to dig a little bit deeper. Mm -hmm. uh, whether you're – you know, maybe you're not just playing sides or totals, you know, playing some team totals. Uh, not a lot of uh, teaser uh, options this week. So team totals, player props. And that's what you're going to have to do now that you have less of an inventory on the board. Yeah, looking at Mark's awesome angle of the week – in the playbook uh, sports.com newsletter play against the Texans that trend is uh, 10 and 1 the trend that he details in there Lamar Jackson is 1 and 3 straight up in ATS in the playoffs so he's looking to get over over the hump in the postseason all right we have Mark back Wes okay Mark uh, let, yeah let's start with the second game on uh, Saturday night and it's Green Bay against San Francisco Green Bay very impressive last week I think all of us like them as the underdog but getting nine and a half here in San Francisco and uh, I think uh, you're leaning to the 49ers I, I kind of am too because I think uh, you know when you get this team and you pointed this out in your bet you didn't know uh, portion of the newsletter play on a team and the playoffs if they lost in the conference championship last season and that's the 49ers yeah when they're at home west they do really rather quite well in this particular role anxious to make amends if you will you go back to 1982 these teams are 38 and 17 against the spread so they'll be chomping at the bit will san francisco you got green bay playing some excellent football there's no question about that you can't refute their body of work but there's still a wild card underdog winner taking on a hungry rested home team in San Francisco here. I can only look at the Niners in this game. At Mark Lawrence on Twitter. Okay, Mark, uh, speaking of the Lions, the one uh, loser he had in the six games last week, they're home favorites again. And last night at Circa, this number hit seven, six and a half at most spots across the board right now. Tampa Bay Bucks off an impressive win over the uh, Eagles. Are you going to take the points? So you just talked about two big favorites you like. Or is this a dog that you're going to side with here in the Detroit-Tampa Bay game? Yeah, we got to level out all this chalk here, Matt. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh, too much early chalk here. We got to get back to a couple of dogs here anyway. 
Uh, Tampa Bay, I think, is a football team that can make some noise here. You have Detroit, I think, on a champagne high coming to this football game after their win last week, the squeaker win that they picked up last week. Baker Mayfield's never lost the money in the playoffs. He's 3-0 and in the three games that he started football games. Uh, and you got what I, what I think is a comeback-to-earth type thing. And I like to play against teams or quarterbacks that set records in their previous game. And with Jarrett uh, Goff, his, win, or his completion percentage was a Detroit Lions all-time high. And I had heard today that uh, when he had a clean pocket last week to throw the football, he was 22 for 22. Uh, I don't see him anticipate doing that again in two successive back-to-back weeks here. Uh, I like Tampa Bay in this football game. I think they're going to come hard here. They're playing some really good football. And I think there could also be a little bit of a letdown, like I say, Detroit winning that first playoff game in eons last week. Wes, and uh, Mark mentioned something that was right up. It's important to um, reflect on in that Rams-Lions game. Lions were actually uh, three for three, scoring touchdowns in the red zone last week. Mm-hmm. And the Rams were 0 for three because all three of their trips resulted in field goals, yeah. not TDs. And it was still a 24-23. That game. was the ball game. Yeah. And then uh, and then Sean McVay made the decision to punt uh, in Lions territory. Uh, never got the ball back. Uh, so the Lions move on. Yeah, I'll be curious to see, though, what the Lions do with the running game. Because Tampa's very hard to run on. Uh, uh, so uh, they're probably going to be pass heavy. I think Tampa, by the way, is going to be pass heavy, too. Because they hadn't been able to run the ball and. About a decade and a half uh, down there, so uh, uh, I'm with Mark on this one. Uh, Mark, let's get to the uh, the finale and probably the main event, if you want to call it that, of a divisional playoff weekend, and that's Sunday night, Buffalo and Kansas City. Buffalo uh, minus two and a half with juice pretty much uh, across the board. Uh, totals played uh, or stayed relatively stable, 45, 45 and a half, 46. And uh, you look like you are leaning to the underdog here. They certainly got the quarterback that's been a pretty darn good underdog in his career. I would say he's been a good underdog, uh, Wes. Uh, 12 times he's dressed up as a dog. 11 times he's won the money. That's a pretty strong number for him. I also like the fact that in his career in wild card and divisional round games, he's never lost. He's 7-0 and straight up on the scoreboard doing just that. So a little bit of a disrespect card, I think, here, bringing him the underdog in the contest. And I realize it's them on the road, or uh, Mahomes' first road game in the playoffs here. I don't think that'll bother him a lick. I think the pressure is squarely on Buffalo here on this run that they're on right now. Everybody's anticipating win after win after win. But suddenly it comes to an end, and it usually comes to an end against a team that's playing some really good defense. And That's what Kansas City is bringing to the table in this game. Their defense is as staunch as anybody's in the league right now. And here's something interesting, guys. There are four teams left in the playoffs that all each own top 10 offenses and top 10 defenses. Half of the teams do. Mm-hmm. And it would be no, no surprise, and this is one game that does, and, and these two teams they each own both. It would be no surprise at all to me to find the teams that are in the playoffs being one of those four, or two of those four teams, I should say. All right, that's Chiefs and Bills, the uh, final game on Sunday. Mark? We'll let you go. I know you got to get some rest, and uh, you got to study up so you can do your college hoops and NBA write-ups for the weekend. You caught me right doing that right now, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I figured. All right, thanks, Mark. Appreciate Thank you, Mark. Those. All right, Wes, Matt, you guys enjoy the games. Be well. You bet. Thank you. Playbooksports.com. That's Mark Lawrence. Take a five and one week. Absolutely. On, uh, on the uh, wild card round of the playoffs, you and I both had a, a good round. 
last weekend but, too. But, but these these are tougher handicaps. This I think week. these games are a lot tougher this week. Yeah, like like <clears throat> I'm glad they don't have a, a contest for the playoffs because we'd be struggling to find sides uh, uh, that we had much conviction on. But uh, uh, yeah, look, maybe it'd just be easy to play. A Ravens Niners money line parlay and just sit back and relax. Probably uh, so. Probably <laughs> so. I think that that's going to get home. By the way, uh, uh, the more likely of the two to cover, and I didn't think this initially, but the more I looked at it, I think 49ers are more than likely to cover this uh, big number than Baltimore. And that's not that's saying I'm endorsing Houston necessarily either. Right. That's what we talked about at the top of the show tonight. Right? Yeah. 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 Why well, one troubling thing about the Texans is what Chuck Esposito, the Red Rock Sportsbook director, said when he was on with us tonight. The public is getting behind the, the Texans. Yeah, because Baltimore is not like that sexy team right. that blows teams it's out. Not, and then, then before you know it, it's 33-7. to seven. Mention that trend again. Lamar Jackson, 1-8 against the spread. 1-8 when favored by 7.5 or more points over the last three years. All right, quick break. We come back. We'll talk more college hoops here on the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is VSIN tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, we got the good, bad, and the ugly in college hoops tonight. The ugly for me was Michigan plus three against Illinois. I'm not going to bet this Michigan team anymore. Uh, I thought being at home tonight with Doug McDaniel against an Illini team, limping in off that loss to Maryland. Yeah, might be a decent spot for Michigan plus three. Nope. Got blown out in the second half. Eighty eight to seventy three. They got dominated on the boards too. Thirty eight yeah. to twenty five. And and I didn't end up playing it, but I would have leaned Michigan too, because I thought maybe that Ohio State win is an impetus right. for them to win a couple in a row. But uh, Mi- Michigan uh, uh, really struggled shooting the ball. Only made three threes. Illinois didn't shoot the ball well from the three either, just six of 18. But uh, got to the line, and, and they got to the line because they were aggressive on the boards tonight. So the ugly is Michigan plus three. That goes down 
That's a, just a dysfunctional Michigan basketball team. Juwan yeah. Howard's done a poor job I, I, I as a leader. Even though he was supposed to bring the swag back. Isn't that what Jay Williams yeah. said? He's going to bring the swag back to Michigan yeah. basketball? I, I, John I, Beeline leading the uh, Wolverines to, to two Final Fours. That yeah, wasn't good enough. I, I thought the swag was pretty good with John yeah. Beeline. Yeah, they weren't getting, you know, the top 10 or top 15 or, you know, the McDonald's Sometimes you don't want those stars. guys, no. Wes. Yeah, exactly. That was the point I was about yeah. to make is the fact that you can win big in college basketball if kids rated like 30 through 100. You can win with guys rated outside the top 100. Exactly. exactly. You can win with good three and uh, strong four-star guys. They don't have to th- be the McDonald's All-Americans. Where was Zach Eady rated out of high school? Uh, Number 300-something? Yeah, I was going to say he was max three-star. <laughs> max. Right, right. And now uh, uh, maybe could be a two-time uh, player of the year. Have you looked at the um, the eight quarterbacks in action this weekend in the NFL playoffs? Mm-hmm. Six of them were like three-star recruits or worse right. coming out of high school. Right. Only, only two of them were four- or five-star recruits. And That and, tells you how off some of these recruiting rankings are. And basketball is a little bit different just because uh, I, I think a lot of times you don't want the McDonald's All-American or the guy who thinks he's one and done because he's got an agenda. He's trying to get to the NBA, and he's not trying to win. They don't, they don't care as much about winning. The, the scouting level. services in basketball usually get maybe the top guy right, but right. there's always guys in that five-star range, and you look at them, and they never pan out in, in the NBA. There's, all, there's always a few. Right. There's always a few that do. You know, They're like, okay, they live up to their billing, and, you know, and they're going to be top five, top ten lottery picks and end up being pretty good NBA players. But then you get some guys, and they never improve. You can never leave the same guys you came in in college. I don't care if you're there one year or four years. And I know that sounds cliche, but it's absolutely true. So you see a lot of these kids, man, they, they leave the same guy, and they don't get better. And, and, they, and they go to losing teams. Uh, you know, If they're drafted high, they go to losing teams in the NBA, and then all of a sudden they become disinterested because everything always came so easy for them. You know, they were always on the best AAU team or the best summer basketball team, or they were always on the best high school team. They got shipped off to a prep school or something, and then doesn't work out when adversity strikes. They don't know how to handle it. One reason I thought Michigan State was going to be really, really good, you had two McDonald's All-Americans coming in, Xavier Booker, a 6'10 kid from Indianapolis, and uh, Jeremy Fears, a point guard. Mm-hmm. Those guys can't play right now. Yeah. And even before Michigan State was, uh, let's say, kind of hit the skids, uh, Fears was not really contributing much, and Booker was uh, getting a lot of bench time. So they've never really contributed that much to Michigan State this season. Those are two five-star kids you think are going to be, you know, immediate contributors, and and they're not. So so Tom Izzo can't find anything from those two guys. And and Fears, of course, um, you know, out with the leg injury, uh, suffered a gunshot wound. Well, even before the gunshot wound, he wasn't playing well. No, he he was not. And Mm -hmm. Xavier Booker, because that was one as an Indiana fan, I was kind of like, man, you know, why why aren't you getting this guy? You need a big guy who can step out and shoot. But one of the reasons why a couple of the other coaches, now credit Tom Izzo for sticking with him, and I think he's going to be a good player, but Tom Izzo was there watching him in a game where he scored zero points. He played at Cathedral High School in Indianapolis, scored zero points in a city championship game. And all the other coaches, a lot of the other coaches backed off. Matt Painter backed off. Mike Woodson backed off. Like, hey, this guy's just not physical enough. 
and you're seeing it right now because he's not ready for the physicality oh. of the Big Ten. He went scoreless in a high school game? He went scoreless against Tech, I believe, in, in, in a game. And uh, Are you serious? A lot of the coaches were wow. there, and uh, Mike Woodson backed off, Matt Painter backed off, Tom Izzo stuck with him, and that's how he landed him. It takes a lot for Painter and Woodson to back off because they're not getting five-star guys. Right, right, and <clears> especially <throat> in state. Yeah. You know, if you're because they because there's a lot of pressure to get kids in your state to play at those two schools. All right. So the ugly for me is Michigan plus three goes down. The bad was Cal. Uh, I've got Cal minus one and the Bears were down nine. But Wes, it looks like now inside four minutes, they're up three. They're up three, 68, 65. So it's not bad yet. The good. Long Beach minus 130 against Hawaii, and uh, the 49ers are up 45 to 28 at halftime. So that's the good. So I might get one yeah. with Long Beach and hopefully get one with Cal. Yeah, not much drama in the LBC is the uh, 49ers all over Hawaii. A couple other score updates here. How about Gonzaga and Pepperdine uh, down there at the Firestone Field? That's going to tie at halftime, 40 apiece. Uh, Gonzaga not able to get away from the waves, uh, and uh, I ended up staying out of that. Uh, uh, that should be a coaching mismatch in favor of Mark so. Dune, too. You wow. would think so, but sometimes teams you know that are bad, they get up for these big teams. Pepperdine uh, certainly up early, so we'll wait and see if we can get a halftime line. On that. Uh, meanwhile, at the uh, what's the second half going to be? Gonzaga minus uh, probably five and a half? probably uh, probably six and a half, six and maybe half. seven, yeah. maybe seven uh, uh, there. So uh, we will wait for that. I think there's still one second left on the clock. Well, uh, I tell you what, <clears throat> if the Zags lose that game, they're going to have to start talking about missing the tournament. Mm-hmm. Because they don't have. You can't that lose big to win. Pepperdine on the road. You can't lose to Santa Clara and Pepperdine. Yeah. And 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 they got look those, those wow. wins over USC, Syracuse, UCLA. Usually those are home so run good. wins. They're yeah. not necessarily this year. Uh, and uh, Utah, another one I did want to update here. One thirty eight left to go. Seventy four to forty six. The Beavs, uh, Oregon State, really struggling. Utah laying a big number tonight, and this is an absolute no doubter. In the NBA, the Bulls two point favorites at Toronto win one sixteen to one ten. That stayed under the total of two twenty eight and a half at DraftKings. Knicks won 13 to 109 over the Wizards. Knicks failed to cover 12. Looks like late in the third, tight game between OKC and Utah. Do you have an updated yeah, score? Yeah, 98 95 after three. And uh, uh, no surprise that this is going to be a pace game uh, between uh, these two teams. These are two of the faster paced teams, highest scoring teams in the league. So 98 95. Thunder, uh, and I'm going to get an updated price for you here minus three and a half. 253 and a half now the in play total that closed i believe 245 and a half uh, uh sga shea gilgis alexander the number two leading scorer in the nba he's got 25 after three quarters and uh rookie of the year favorite chet holmgren uh, with 12 now he has overtaken Wembenyama as the uh, rookie of the year favorite memphis closed a uh, 12 point dog at minnesota and actually leads with two minutes to go before the half, 48-43? I don't think uh, uh, the Memphis Grizzlies thought that their starting lineup at this point would be Luke Kennard, Jaron Jackson Jr., John Conchar, the former IPFW Mastodon, Matt, starting in the NBA, Xavier Tillman, and uh, 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 Williams Jr., uh, Victor Williams Jr., or Vince Williams Jr., I should say, for the Grizzlies. So this is a very shorthanded team right now. Indiana Pacers have an early second quarter lead on the Kings in Sacramento. 
And again, that total closed uh, 244 mm -hmm. at DraftKings. Now, Pacers just nowhere near the same team without Tyrese Halliburton. They're not. Uh, uh, TJ McConnell uh, starting now for uh, uh, the Pacers tonight. He's got 10 early points, as does uh, Benedict Matherin. But look, this is a team perhaps to watch in the second half of the season now. I say this. I don't think that they have enough to eclipse the top three in the Eastern Conference. Boston, Philly, Milwaukee, whatever order you want to put them in. Those are the clear best three, but Pacers could be there there four or five. Uh, I think them and Cleveland and the Knicks, Miami Heat, probably very, very equal on that second tier in the East. But certainly exciting times, though, to see uh, how uh, Pascal Siakam and Tyrese Halliburton are going to play together, and I think they're going to be very effective. All right, good deal. Ron Boyles, professional sports better in uh, Las Vegas since 1981, is going to join us in studio at the 8 o'clock uh, segment tonight, Wes. He has got a classic story. You've got to hear this. You want to hear about the, uh, the life and times of a uh, classic professional sports better <laughs> who needs to win a bet to pay his rent? Ron Boyles has got a great story, and we're going to talk college hoops with him as well because he's a very sharp college hoops guy, very sharp with everything. Uh, in sports betting, but he's got a great story he's going to tell us to kick off hour number three tonight. So stick around. The Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote 